Listener Production. Massive Monday of footy talk coming up. We talk about the Blues snapping back the Suns and what they weren't able to do. Is Norton the man at the Bulldogs up forward or back the Tigers? Jay-Z's top three headlines of the week and much, much more. This is the Footy Talk Podcast coming up next. Footy Talk Podcast for your Monday. Joining me in studio, as always, on this fine day is South Australian tourism's <laughs> finest lady, Abby Holmes. <laughs> Hello, hello. How are you? Going really hey, well, thank you. I've just got a question straight up for yes. Jay-Z. Yeah. Where is my lamb or was it? Yeah. Lamb ragu. Yeah. Lamb Nothing. ragu. Mm, well. That was quite possibly the best Sunday su- supper I've ever seen. Well, yes. as we welcome the man who yes. cooked it, Mr. Jay-Z <laughs> yes. Clark. Just call me uh, Curtis Stone. Um, <laughs> it was outstanding. Unfortunately, Joey missed out also. Oh, so you would have been happy with that. You weren't the only person. You said something controversial before, Abby. You said the McLaren Vale's better than the Barossa. <gasps> is that right? I said that off. Yeah, this is one of those chats, Jay, and this is what happens <laughs> in this industry is you say it off air and you're not meant to bring it on air. But now that you have brought it on air, we yes. must address it. No, I love Bye. everywhere, all the wine regions in South Australia, but personally I'm yes. a McLaren Vale kind of gal. I haven't been there yet. You must. Right. Well, we are trying to, Jay-Z, get a sponsor on board yes. for either the entirety of the show, yes. maybe a Penfolds or something, yes. but we want to take this show on the road for Gather Round next year. So if you're listening and you are in SA or you know someone who's in SA and happy Mm. to jump on board Mm. and get this fine podcast, the number one podcast that's called Footy Talk on the listener (laughs) app over to SA, we will happily take whatever free shit you'd like to give us. (laughs) Proudly brought to you by Grange. Yeah, proudly brought to you by Whiskers. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever it is, I we like are it. happy to take it. Hey, plenty of news <sighs> knocking around. Yep. Yesterday's footy action was interesting, I think I'm going to describe it as, because the Blues got the win. The Suns a little bit of we don't know, but we'll start with the Blues. Yeah, extraordinary season it's been. Like the twists and turns this year is taking is unbelievable. And Carlton, after the most pox first quarter you've ever seen, Whoa. like the ball was camped in Gold Coast forward line. Uh, ball goes forward uh, for Carlton. Mackay drops the mark. Then Cripps and um, Mackay collide, and there's a bit of a spray happening. And then somehow they turn on one of those mm. most beautiful second quarters you've ever seen in the history of the Sharon. And Carlton fans, no wonder they're like having a heart attack. Hard from, suffering. Like, oh my. Yeah. God. Long they, suffering. Then they just play them, and everyone goes, "Where has that been? Where has it been?" Well, the good news is they didn't have to wait long for the pox to come back. Third, and fourth quarters were yeah. absolutely rank again. But the question is, so they kicked eight goals from centre bounce, and Chera turns it on. Cripps was outstanding. Yeah. Sam Walsh looked better. So the eight centre goal centre bounce goals. Like, that doesn't typically happen Ooh. every week. Like, Uh-oh. that's a bit of an apocalypse, uh, sort of a... Um, a um, anomaly? What? A, yeah, an anomaly, exactly. So how is sustainable is that? They've got the bye this week, and then they come back after that. Like, good teams are winning games this year off the turnover, right? Mm. Off the counter-attack. You've got to have a balance in your game. So I'm just... I'm just holding a bit. Uh, rightfully so. Because how sustainable um, is it? What did you What did you guys think? Oh, look, I tell you something from my perspective, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the footy that they produce, but just to see the smiles yeah. on their faces, yeah. like they were actually enjoying it. Yeah. Because the last six weeks has been grim. Yeah. Grim watching Carlton, yes, but I'm sure within the four walls of the players, um, really, really tough for them. But for me personally, I was more disappointed with the Gold Coast Suns than I was impressed with Carlton. Yeah. Um, obviously, that second point. quarter, they went bang, nine goals, three. Yeah. And as you said, the, their ability to score from centre bounce as well was unbelievable to watch. But yeah, the Gold Coast Suns, we've been big raps for them over the last few months, what they did up in the NT and, and you know, their forwards have been kicking goals. Their young midfield group have been young bulls that have been taking up to the rest of the competition. So 
I was probably more disappointed with the Suns, to be honest. And, and you know, for a side that we're really erging to play finals for the first time and really hoping that they get there, um, that's that's the disappointment for me. It's a fair point because mm-hmm. they are chasing relevance, really. And yep. to make a final gives them that relevance that they so much desire within the competition they don't get down to the MCG very often. Mm. So I would have thought that this would be like a finals game for them in their mindset and the way they would have approached it. Mm. It seems like that wasn't the case. They started well, didn't put enough scoreboard pressure on, but after quarter time, it was a non-event. They were rather uncompetitive and that's something you don't want said about your football side. It was woeful. What's it like? Take us inside the locker room here, Dazzy. What is it like when the pressure is intense? You've got all the weight on your worlds and then you have a relieving win like that. What What happens... Uh, you get back into the locker room, you speak to the coach. What is that feeling like sitting there with your mates? It is genuine relief because yeah. you can't escape it. The four walls literally start to close in and everybody is a touch more on anxious edge. and nervous on edge, walking yeah. on eggshells. And as much as you can try and create the fun within the four walls, it is manufactured. It's not genuine. It's yep. not authentic. Mm. So the only way you can break that cycle is to get a win. Yes. And they weren't able to for six weeks and every week you go out there and it's one of the greats frustrations is that, and I explained this to Natasha once, I said, imagine you go into a presentation for your work. It's the biggest pitch you got to do. Yes. You start on Monday, you put all this work into it. You think you're going to absolutely nail it. And then you roll out on Saturday and you gas it. (laughs) You get disappointed, but then you have to roll up again Monday and start again. So six, like the repeat cycle of that. And the only nourishment you get is winning. That's when you're allowed to genuinely smile with the world, not caring. Mm. And that I think probably lasts for half an hour post game before then it's a recovery and whatnot. Thankfully but, for the Blues, they've got the bye. Yeah. So I'd love the fact they've won and they can go away now and they don't have to think about footy well, for a bye, bit. Bye, yes. And then they've got Hawks and Frio. So Frio on the weekend were absolutely oh, wow. poo-poo. Mm. But <laughs> they need to be able to maintain this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like They can't lose yeah. six in a row, come in, win, and then and then drop the next three games. Like yep. People need to see them continue with that. Yep. So, yeah, it's a big month ahead for the Carlton Footy Club. Certainly is. The Bulldogs were the other story out of the mm. weekend. Just good enough against North Melbourne, who yep. are improving, and I'm liking what they're doing. But the dilemma now comes at the Western Bulldogs as to where do you play Aaron Norton? Their yeah. big star, centre-half, forward, full forward. Mm. There's question marks now whether or not that is his position. Yes, and so last night uh, Luke Beveridge threw him behind the ball for a bit because Liam Jones went down. He's mm. been in All-Australian contention, Liam Jones. Been absolutely outstanding. We know the dogs have got weapons forward, don't we, Um uh, Abby, because we've got, they've got Jamari, you've got Hagen, they've got uh, Rory Lobb. They can play Tim English forward, yeah. but that's not the question about the Bulldogs. The question is how they can defend. So do they need Aaron Norton to come back there rather than elevate Ryden Gardner, question mark, or rather than, rather than elevate Josh Bruce? Do, do you put him back there like a Glenn Jakovic? So yeah. last night, Luke Beveridge said, nah, he's staying forward. We know our structure um, and that's what we're going to do. But... You know, the dogs have been searching for that consistency. They were okay against the Kangaroos last night, but was was not how, – well, how did you feel watching Cody Waitman? Oh, like, career best six goals by the flea. Love the kid. Oh, I love him. You the know who his favourite player was growing up? Wizard. Jeff Wizard. Oh, yes, oh no. Dale Thomas. Have a look at the way the kid plays. Yes. Blonde hair, hands, <laughs> yes. kicking bags, please. Yes. Do you reckon he's inspired by you? Uh, I actually asked him this question and he did. Uh, thoroughly enjoy my work. Your work. Yes, Very so. similar. The blonde hair. <laughs> he and you sat down, had a beer and... I saw him at the tennis once. He was having a couple of beers with the Western Bulldogs boys. I was on a Bucks party, so it probably wasn't yeah. best that I let him too far astray, but I look forward to that. But the it is a dilemma now for the dogs. Yep. Because Norton 
is a star up forward. Yep. But the back line now is yep. thin with that Jones injury. I mean, from a Bevo perspective, it's nice to have the versatility in a player of Aaron Norton that you can kind of just plug a hole anywhere. Yeah. But I'm really loving what Jamara is doing. Yes. And he's holding down that forward line. And I think he can moving forward. Yep. So... Yes, Aaron Norton's a superstar, and don't get me wrong there, but if they need to play him back for you know the next month or two whilst they get Liam Jones back, yep. then that's just what they have to do. You'd love to see um, Luke Beveridge go in and say to Jamara, right, you're number one. You're number you one. Up, so we want you having five or six yep. shots a game. You come out of the goal square, you have presence. But also to Rory Lobb, who's come across, as we talked about, on big dollars and a big contract, he needs to do something. He needs to stand up and be a better full forward, centre-half forward option mm. when he's down there. Mm. I know they're trialling on the wing and things like that, but when he's forward, he needs to demand and have some sort of presence about him because he should, he should want to be the number one banana. Mm. And then if you're telling Jamara, then you get some real yeah. competitiveness in that forward line and then your smalls can get to work. How do you sum up what we've seen from Rory Lobb so far this year? Subpar, yeah. I would I'd say. But again, he, he's been played in a different position. So they're trialling on the wing because they're mm. not sure of how the forward line's going. So mm. it's, a, it's a bit of a tough one. The other one is, of course, North Melbourne out of that game. Yep. Yeah. Another honourable loss. Mm. Yeah. The competitiveness of what they're doing, I'm genuinely loving. Yep. The younger kids, Sheasel, Wardlaw, mm. it has got the foundations to really spike, I believe. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they look like elite-level players. There's no doubt about that. Josh Simpkin have some moments. I mean, the big question, you know, surrounds Ben Mackay, I think, because the core of this team is not necessarily Ben Mackay. It's the Sheasel Wardlaws, these guys coming through. So if they can free agency compensation get a pick number three for his departure, I'd reckon I'd be taking that because then you add another superstar talent so that crew coming through, and then they can bounce quickly. I, you know, Ben Mackay is a fullback, and I think at the start of the season, North Melbourne fans are saying he's got to stay, he's got to stay. Yeah. I, I'm wondering whether he's got to leave. He's got to leave because if you get pick three in return, then that just adds to that that um, young talent. Todd Goldstein, I think, deserves needs a shout out because Absolutely. I well thought done. this was we his love final. The Todd. Thought this was his final year. I mean, especially some of those clunks early. He was marking him like he was. Um, well, Todd Goldstein. Uh, <laughs> so that was outstanding by him, and uh, I take my hat off to him. Lucky as well, contract extension yeah. last week. So big Todd. Big, what? Who got the extension? Lucky. Nick oh, Lucky. Lucky. I thought you said Lucky. Suva. No, no Lucky, not no. Lucky. Uh, Nick Lucky. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Lucky. I was like, what? Um, Todd's going But <laughs> off air, once again, yeah. you made a, a pretty big statement about the ruse. Oh, I did. Uh, and again, got? we can bring this on air. I didn't realise we're doing this as <laughs> your are. life sort of expose. Well, if we're, we're exposing each other's secrets <laughs> off air, then here we go. Oh, I think so. They've lost 12 in a row now, average margin of 18 points. They mm-hmm. find three goals, they're winning most of those games. So I wouldn't be surprised bounce. if North Melbourne contend for the finals next year. that And I'm not saying they'll be going on and making a real impact, yep. but if they finish seventh or eighth, yep. they'll get a lighter draw again for where they're finishing this season. Yep. I could comfortably see them leapfrogging some of the sides around them a little bit like Adelaide have mm. this season. I like this. Get out of you back yeah. from that hamstring. They're very competitive. They are. We're yeah. loving what they're doing. Hey, hang around. Plenty yep. more to talk. This is the Footy Talk podcast, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews, and analysis from the world of AFL. You're listening to the Footy Talk Podcast. If you're listening on Apple, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from any of you. 
any of you even. Uh, now, Jay. Yes. Tigers or Toby, where do you want to go? Which T in the alliteration? Oh, I like the Tigers, uh, Daisy, because their finals equation from here, I think there's nine games to play. I think they've got to win six Ooh. of them to be in finals contention. If they can pinch the last round game against Port Adelaide over there in Adelaide oh, Oval, there's history between these I two teams. I don't think you'd be wanting that no, to be No, not at Adelaide Oval. Though. But remember, wasn't it? Was it 10 years ago? Remember Richmond? Did they play a final over there against Port Jay, Adelaide? I can't tell you what I did this no. weekend, right. mate. Don't Trent, bring it up 10 no, years ago. Unless toss. it involves me. <laughs> Remember Trent Cochin went over there and um, the great man who's played 20 games now, but he, he won the toss and elected to kick against the wind. Yes, I do remember that, actually. Remember that? Yes, and they came for him after yes, that. Yes, that was a big story. Anyway, <laughs> the Tigers got their game back together. Trent We've Cochin's playing back in the middle. And um, Andrew McWalter, Ooh. I know there's always a bit of an asterisk on the um, interim coaches and standing coaches. They're playing for him. And from rounds one to ten, the Tigers' forward connection yep. was real pox, wasn't it? Yep. I think they ranked last for forward connection. They couldn't get it in. Or when they did, they weren't be able to convert in the scoreboard. Now under McWalter, they're third, right? So whatever is happening in that forward half of the ground, they're hitting more targets. They're hitting the scoreboard. That's without Tom Lynch. Jacob Hopper comes back next week. And the Tigers, who we'd almost put a line through, mm. they're the alive again. Yeah. Ninth spot. In their traditional home. In their traditional <laughs> home. Hey, but no, McWalter, yep. it's amazing, isn't it? He's been at the club for a long time. So it's not like he's a new coach coming into um, the footy club and making you know a massive impact. He's been yep. there. Yeah. But just having, you know, a new, I guess, concept, new outlook, new yep. energy, yep. just the response of the players. He, he's now playing a number of the players back in their, their original kind of positions that yep. they know so well. And I use Trent Cochin as an example here to see what he did, particularly in that first half mm. in the, the midfield, yep. um, was amazing to watch. And congratulations to Trent. I'm going to say it as well. 300 games, two goals won, 29 disposals. It was amazing to watch him come out and dominate the way that he did. Season high for Trent, season high for Dusty, equal career best for Taranto in terms of numbers. I love yeah. the Ooh. fact in the post game. Your boy. My boy, Tim Taranto, firmly on him. Uh, Andrew McCalter in the post game looked at Trent when doing the press conference and said, well, where the bloody hell's this been all year? Yes. <laughs> and I, I love that because that obviously means it wasn't a barb. Yep. It was in jest and it was received that well. Yep. So he's got a good relationship with the yep. players and I it love that. It was funny. And even Trent saying to Minnie, you don't have any grey hairs. Like you haven't mm. been a head coach for <laughs> yes. long enough. And mm. it was good. What about Shy Bolton? Um, Is Daisy. it Shy or Shay? Shay. Oh, Shay. I got an email from someone who said, hey, why do you keep stuffing up his name? He's Shay. Like, oh, it, just, yeah. it rhymes it's with your own. name. It's my middle name. Did Is it? It's Bolton. No, shape. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> this person said it rhymes with Jay. How do you, how do you stuff this up? That's it rhymes a, with your own name. That's a, a good point. Not, not that hard. He's now, over the past month, he's the seventh highest rated player, according to champion data. So he started the season slowly. He's back now playing without electricity, having mm. damage on the scoreboard, kicked three goals at the weekend. Not this similar to the way he used to play back in the Daisy, back in the day, Daisy too. Do it up there on the ground, kick goals, uh, break the lines. We've pumped this guy up a lot. He was slow out of the blocks. You feel like now he's starting yeah. to really emerge as one of the most exciting players in the competition again. He's a game winner, a match winner, and Big very time. few sides have those. You think of Dugowie, um I'm not sure how many. Rankin, I guess, at the yeah. Crows. Someone who can turn the momentum in a five-minute patch. I love the fact also, and we'll go back to Mini on this one, just yeah. the coaching move. Yeah. So Shea was obviously going to get some more attention. Yep. So he said, right, if you're going to tag him, we'll send Dusty up. Yep. So you either play a plus one St Kilda or leave Dustin Martin free mm. at the stoppages, which they did a lot of the time, unopposed, had 27. a handful of yep. clearances as well to go with these 27 disposals. 
a master stroke. That um, Richmond Brisbane game Thursday night, the Gabba round sixteen is big. Oh yeah, yeah. History too between History those two. Too. Well, Last year's final but, was an absolute. Yeah. Can I say ball terror? Yep. Yes. It was a ball terror. <laughs> yeah. uh, Toby Green, some yes. love before we get to your top three headlines, a segment that everyone hangs around yes. for. Toby Green, right. unbelievable. Yep. We love what Toby's doing. He, he just looks effortless, doesn't he? he like he's just such fun. a natural yeah. footballer. Yep. Again, he's someone so who's swag. found the, the sweet spot of yep. responsibility of being the captain, but also enjoyment and just playing football. And, um, and he has gone from, <laughs> I was just calculating the numbers in my head and gamble responsibly here, but a, a month into the season, I think he's 500 to one for the Brownlow. Mm-hmm. Now he's into 40. Oh. It has been an almighty move, but history says the umpires don't vote for him, Abby, yeah. because they get a, you know, he's been a bit grumpy. Occasionally he's he, he pushes them. Yeah, he pushes <laughs> you know, them. like so. Kung Fu kick people he to the head. To, yes. But they, the umpires aren't meant to take that into their no. voting. No. Which you hope they wouldn't, but yeah, he they, has been unbelievable. And again, yeah, they definitely don't take into account the fact that he sledges the crap out of them all season. A Brownlow Coleman double would be unbelievable, oh. wouldn't it? Is there, has anyone ever done that? Who's done that? Uh, plug, I want a Brownlow back in the day. We're going with Tony oh, yeah. Lockett. I'm looking hey, at Ethan Meldrum out and he's giving me the big thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, somebody so. would have done yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> plug up. Righto, time. Yes. And a drum roll, please. Jay-Z's top three headlines of the yes. week. I'm going to go first up, Danger Zone. So the Cats are going to lose their uh, Brownlow medalist, Patrick Danger. Just got him back too. Yes. Danger Zone. So they have um, conceded the second most number of goals out of stoppages other than West Coast over the past five weeks. Wow. So that's like a big stat. Yeah. It's a leaky midfield sieve that yeah. the opposition just absolutely hammers them through. Now they're missing danger. They play Melbourne. Clary's back. Team's up with Petrarca. They're going to be vulnerable at home at GMHBA Stadium where the Demons have beaten them before. So danger zone for the Cats. The reigning Premier just absolutely on the brink. Now this one, now I think the um, MRO or the tribunal's playing out as we speak. So I'm going early with this one. But this is about James Sicily and you're going to have to use your oh. brain Oh, yes, okay. Right. Use my brain. <laughs> suspicion. S-I-S-P-I-C-I-O-N. Suspicion. Yeah. That he's going to remain suspended for the next three matches, four including the bye, of course, which you've just had, which will will put simply send everyone crazy, Daisy. The headlines tomorrow, the talk back, the game's stuffed. We're dead. Pop the Sharon. If he gets through, well, I'm going to say it. I like it. Suspicion. Suspicion. Over my head did have to take a little while there. No doubt. I got the it straight picked up. It up. Yeah. You got it. It yeah. took yeah. Daisy sort of the little buffering. It took a little bit, but the brain worked. Yeah. I like it. He held his arm, put him in a vulnerable position. What are you meant to do? He was sitting on his backside. You can't let the bloke go. Yeah, it wasn't even standing up. The point I made to you last week when you said, Sicily should have had time to release his arm when he knew. I said, well, yes. why didn't McCluggage have time to put his arm down? Right. Sicily was had a hold of him for 1.04 seconds. That's not long. You know, That's under two seconds. You know when you go fishing and you catch the big fish on, on the fishing trips, right? I like when you yeah. go with these. The analogy, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like catch and release. The tackle is a catch and release phenomenon <laughs> now. It's almost right. a tag and you, release. You pull out the salmon. you got to throw them back. <laughs> yeah. You tackle a plate. You're not you even getting them with the boat at the minute. Catch and release. A f- 
That should have been one of your headlines. It's no fun. You can't even eat them. Yeah. It, it took me a while. That Give him a kiss. Little Rexy Hunt on the way out. Catching him, kissing him, throwing him back. Now, lastly, um, it is uh, Qantas.com. Come fly away with me, Carlton players, because if they would, if they haven't already booked their trip up to Queensland, they need to, right? Because you look at the Melbourne weather and it's real grim. Oh, this pox. 11 today, 12 oh. tomorrow, 12 on Wednesday, 11 on Thursday. If they haven't already booked their uh, their flight north, they, they get on. Get on Qantas.com this morning. Get out of here. Get the relief. Get the relief that you talk about, Daisy. Get out of the Melbourne fishbowl. Get some warm weather. Jack Silvani, Paddy Dow. Get some sun on your back mm. up there at Noosa or Cape Town or wherever you're headed. Cape Town? Yeah. <laughs> Just going to South Africa all the time. Get out of the country. You don't <laughs> even have to stay Four days in the off. You spend three of them in the air. You'll touch down for lunch and then you'll be back. Cape Town is nice this time of year. And if Qantas yep. want to sponsor us. And if Qantas want to sponsor mm. us also, I'm looking forward to my... Flight to London with Emirates. Hey, this has been fantastic. I'm getting out of here too for a week or so. I'll see you guys soon. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll miss you. To Ascot, to everywhere. I cannot wait. This has been the Footy Talk podcast. If you do want to get in touch with us, jump on the Instagram at footytalk underscore pod at TikTok, on TikTok at footytalkpod. Tomorrow, Joey and Rui with everything else for your week's footy action. This has been the Footy Talk pod. Footy Talk pod. Footy Talk pod. Listener.